Behind the door of today's 16th elementary advent calendar lies a tender memory wrapped up in a crisp bite. Maybe two. Maybe three. Mm. I'm talking to my friend Sarah about one of her favorite holiday treats, rosettes as made by her father. As We Eat is excited to present you with the 2021 Alimentary Advent Calendar, a tasty countdown to 2022, full of mini episodes highlighting holiday food traditions and memories from all over the world. We don't want you to miss any treats, so be sure to tune in daily from December 1st to December 26th. Before we get to Sarah, though, let's talk about rosettes. They're actually thin fritters made by heating decorative iron molds in hot oil, dipping the rod into batter, and then frying the fritter in oil until crisp. The resulting fritter can be garnished with sugar and honey, sometimes chocolate, depends on what you really like. Rosettes are a very popular Christmas time treat in the United States with folks with a Scandinavian background. Sarah's father has Swedish roots in her case, but versions of this fritter can be found in Sweden, Norway, Denmark, and Finland, as well as Italy, Turkey, Spain, Tunisia, Afghanistan, South India, and more. In Colombia, a similar treat is called oelos, but I think most people might also recognize them as banuelos. Their charm stems from their delightful, addictive crispiness, a union of batter and hot oil shaped by decorative iron. The batter is simple and largely resembles pancake batter, so it's easy to be creative and add some anise or orange zest. Rosette irons come in a broad array of lace-like shapes such as stars, snowflakes, butterflies, and some more ancient sigils. I'm here with my friend Sarah, and we went to library school together, and Sarah is an awesome librarian. So thank you so much for offering to talk to me today about your holiday treat. As long as I can remember, every year around Christmas time, we have a cookie making fest at our house. So everybody is making all kinds of cookies, and we do those peanut butter with the little kiss on top, and like sugar cookies, and chocolate chip cookies and all kinds of things. And one of those is always the rosettes. And my dad is always the one who makes them. Nobody else got to make them. And he's the only one I've ever known that made them. I'm not sure where my dad got it from, but I know that he got it from somewhere in his family. So they started before he ever was making them. He's Swedish for background. And I didn't even know what they were Mm -hmm. called for the longest time. I just knew that they were like these little crispy things. And they had a lot of sugar on them, and so they were really good. They're very thin and crispy because it's like a branding iron almost that you stick into a dough, and then you stick that into the hot oil. So it's very thin, very crispy, lighter and flakier than a chip would ever be. It's almost like an elephant ear. If you just got a tiny, small layer of an elephant ear and made it just a smidge crispier, We never did powdered sugar on it, but we always did like regular sugar. So it was like majorly covered in sugar and crispiness. They always make me think of my dad now at this point. So there's that extra layer of comfort to it. It's just like Mm -hmm. a traditional shape that dad and the rosettes at Christmas every time. And my mom actually didn't do much of the cookies with us. So it was really kind of a bonding thing with my dad, especially since he worked a lot. He still works a lot. 
So it was really nice to have just carved out time to spend with him doing something that wasn't related to his work or us being at school or some of those like traditional paths. It's just like something else that we could do together as a family. So it was always something that I looked forward to was cookie day. I love hearing about these moments that people have with their families, especially the holidays, the being together in a kitchen, creating something together, and then enjoying the fruits of your labors. I just, I'm all about it. I think as far as coziness, the things that bring back the most memories is probably the rosettes. They're very addictive though. Like you seriously can't Mm. just have one. It was like, if you're going to have one, you had to have at least two. Especially when they're homemade too. There's something extra good about them they they taste different people joke about oh you know you can taste that it was made with love but I really think that there is something mm. to say about that you can tell when it's machine made and everything's going to be exactly the same versus something that's made from home and it has a little bit of extra something something in it and you can't really put your finger on what it is I still do cookie day by myself sometimes with friends yes I always I always gotta make cookies Christmas is the cookie time Although Sarah and I originally set out to talk deeply about rosettes, another truth came through very clearly. This fritter is deeply linked to Sarah's great memories of making cookies with her family. Their cookie day tradition is one in which all other worries and cares were set aside and they spent quality time together. Even after Sarah grew up and married, this memory stayed a hallmark for her of happy holidays. As this elementary advent calendar continues to unfold, We get to revel in how these stories about our food traditions, whether they are with family, friends, or ourselves, leave a great mark upon us. I hope you're looking forward to the remaining episodes as much as I am. And on that note, I'll leave you with this clue about door number 17. It may reveal a savory meal that will leave you thirsty for more stories. If you find yourself hungry for a larger portion of how food connects, defines, and inspires, be sure to subscribe to As We Eat wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We also publish the As We Eat journal on Substack. We would be honored if you would support us by becoming a subscriber at asweeat.substack.com. Happy holidays from Leigh and Cam. There too. 